Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. Geek Freaks. I am Frank and I'm with Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. And Daniel. Hola. Hola. Oh man, we are a bilingual podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We are no fly-by-nights over here. Alright, so uh, we're going to dig into some news real quick and we are looking at a new trailer for Happy Death Day to You. Me and John saw that while we were watching for Glass, the new trailer for that. Yeah. And I'm sitting next to him, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited, this is going to be my, because it's coming out February 14th during uh, Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. That is my Valentine's Day plan. I might treat myself out to a nice dinner too, <laughs> but I'm definitely going to go see that movie. It's so romantic. I know, oh, I, you know, no, I'm a special guy. I deserved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you haven't seen uh, I didn't Happy see Death one, Day. but the first one, to me, didn't look interesting enough. I mean, of course, my wife's afraid of scary movies, so... I don't see She's a lot afraid of, of scary commercials. Yeah. Or suspense or... <laughs> that Toyota's driving too fast on that freeway. No! <laughs> Easily scared. So I don't see a lot of scary movies anymore. So I gotta be selective when I want to go see one for sure. I mean, I'm always available. So if yeah. you ever want to see it. Do you ever watch Happy Death Day, Dana? The first one? No. no. It, it was so basically it's like a ground, uh, Groundhog Groundhog's Day, day right? Yeah. Kind of a final destination to too. Yeah. But it's basically Groundhog's Day. They even reference Groundhog's Day at the end, which is a nice little joke. Like, yeah, we know we're ripping them off. Yeah. Um, but it's I thought it was a good movie. It didn't take itself too seriously, yeah. but it was still very fun. For me though, the trailer for two does look better than number one, even though I still haven't seen number one. To me, it looks like they're just gonna like really ratchet everything up. So uh, uh, Tree Gelbum, the the girl from the first one, she basically returns to the loop. Yeah. And but it's changed now to where instead of just her being killed, yeah. all her friends are being killed, and she's got to figure out how to save them. Yeah. And if she doesn't, she could leave the loop at any time, unless she kills herself. So she has to purposely kill herself this time, mm-hmm. so that she can re- reset the loop and try to save them. Yeah. So it's kind of a really interesting twist. I think they're actually leaning more into the final destination aspect of it because it's like it skipped a day, and they talked about that, which is straight up final destination term. Yeah. It skipped us, so yeah. we, you know, so. I'm happy to see that. Uh, then we got a John Wick 3 trailer. You guys, how much do you guys love John Wick? I like, I like the first one. I've never seen the second one. Okay, what the hell, Daniel? <laughs> I don't go out to watch movies. I, you, you binged Punisher one single day. I know. <laughs> you can't watch John Wick 2? Did you watch any of the John I Wicks? I haven't seen any of them. I know, you've, you've told me before, too. They're good. Well, yeah. the first one is good. I've seen parts of, like, two. Like, first one is two. excellent. The second one is excellent in a different way because it's more of the world building. I love any movie, any franchise, anything that does a little bit of world building. Yeah. Um, you get a lot more of the hotel and stuff like that in there, which is really cool. I think, why do I keep thinking Hotel Artemis? That's something else. But, um, but yeah, so number three. Spoiler alert. I'm just going to go real quick. At the end of Hotel, or end of John Wick 2, he basically turned on the hotel. And so now, like, you know, unfortunately, Ian McShane's telling him, like, we gotta hunt you down now. And so his name, he's now Excommunicado. God, I love that. The way they say stuff in that movie. Uh, he's now Excommunicado. And so uh, every assassin in the world after him, it's like a $50 million bounty on his head. And so they're all after out to get him. And one thing I like is, like, in the trailer for the new one, Ian McShane's even like, well, every assassination, every assassinate, every assassin, and fifty million dollars on his head versus John Wick. I think it's about even and <laughs> stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, the one thing I don't like is Halle Berry's now in there, and mm-hmm. she's on his side, and she uh, hogs the light. I'm so tired of Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know who I wish it would always replace her from here on out? Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh yeah. I could see that. She was great in Gotham. Yeah. Like, if you guys don't know how good she could be, watch Gotham. She could be nuts. Go back into X-Men and imagine her playing Storm. I think she would be, be a perfect. badass Storm. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Hmm. I mean, like, I mean, honestly, and in, in, in this, I'm just like, 
I know if they're going to pay money for Halle Berry, she's going to be too big in the story. Yeah. Morpheus yeah. is back and stuff like that, so that's cool. I love Morpheus. Um, I don't remember his real name, but anyways, <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> yeah. I know, people are screaming at their headphones right now in their cars. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. God, I can't remember the minutes. Anyways, but yeah, so Halle Berry is going to be in this one, and it's like, man, okay. But I'm still very excited for it. Is this supposed to like end the trilogy, or is this just another sequel? I think it will be ending the trilogy, because it'll be the end... It'll be the either the end of John Wick or the end of all the assassins. Uh, so sure. it's going to be one of the two. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about is we have the new Game of Thrones trailer a teaser. It's been out for about a week and a half, but did you guys catch it? Um, it's the Crips trailer teaser. I don't think so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so just a quick rundown of what happened in it, and I could I could do a full podcast analyzing just this one teaser. I'm so excited for Game of Thrones. Um, they're in the crypts. It is John, Sansa, and Arya. Um, we see the feather fall out of uh, Lyanna's hand, the one that Robert put up there, and then Sansa put back up into her hand during the later seasons. Um, and so it's kind of a little reminder that, you know, John's parentage is about to be discovered. Um, they're in the crypts, and then they see that they're, and there's a statue of their dad and stuff like that, Ned Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, then they see statues for themselves, and so kind of like, hey, any of you guys can die. There's all kinds of theory crafting going on, too. Yeah, this is already planned. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. We just don't know how yet. And then what I love is you see the winds of winter roll in, mm-hmm. and start, it freezes the feather. It starts freezing everything up, and then they just turn around and draw their swords. Which is just like, oh, hype train activated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, it's funny because... So the arts department has never done a really good job making those statues. The Ned Stark one does not look like Sean Bean at all. Like, they're just not great at it. But I wonder if that's a reflection of the time, too. Maybe back then, statues were just a representation of the person, but they couldn't... That could be. Yeah, actually, maybe they're very accurate. might be very realistic, but (laughs) accurate. Exactly. But what's funny is the statues for the three of them don't look very great. Mm -hmm. And the ones for Sansa and Arya look like young Sansa and Arya. But the one they did for Jon Snow looks like an older man. But that might... I think it's just because they did a bad job. But internet blew up like, oh my God, Sansa and Arya are going to die this season and Jon's going to live to be old. (laughs) I know. That's not... That's not future telling. It's just really bad artsmanship. Also also in the past, the only way the the sculptor knew what to sculpt was by somebody explaining it to him. Oh yeah, that's a good point, huh? Yeah, they didn't have photos of people. I I remember talking to somebody about that. Oh, yeah, so it was it was literally, and I mean, they would never be very accurate, like as they always say, they mess up the nose. But it's because you would have to talk to people who yeah. seen his face, say, "Oh, you really had cheekbones, really dark eyes, and blah blah blah." So, How would you describe John? He's like he's like a dude with a beard. Yeah, he's like that one guy. Yeah, he <laughs> had know, like brown know, hair. Can you make brown hair in you know, Kevin at the coffee shop, you kind of look like him. Kevin <laughs> from the coffee shop, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it look like that. It'll be close enough. So I'm super excited about this. I'm currently participating in the uh, uh, Watchers on the Wall challenge of watching five episodes a week. Um, and so I'm almost done with the first season. And God, it's just, it gets me every time. Oh, I saw a fan theory. I'm going to talk about it real fast because I don't want to get too into Game of Thrones. Literally can do a separate podcast about yeah. that. But um, somebody was talking about how the braids in Daenerys's hair mm-hmm. get more extravagant through the seasons. And like nobody could figure out why, but then somebody just, it's easy when you watch the first episode over again. Um, the Darthraki, they cut off their braids when they lose a battle, and then their braids get longer when they gain, they win a battle. So as the seasons go on, she's got all these elaborate braids going on. It's because yeah, she's still following the Darthraki roots. Yeah, she's nice. winning all these battles. That's cool. She still embraced her husband's heritage. Which I love, because she's still, she gives props to the, to the Darthraki people. Yeah. They're still Who, following her to war. That's what gave her her power, really. Yeah. I mean, it was, was, yeah. In, in multiple ways, not only in literally she has an army behind her, mm-hmm. but it also empowered her to be 
Khaleesi, you know? Yeah. yeah. God, that's a good Does show. she still have dragons? She has... Spoilers. She has two. Oh, okay. I thought they died. One, One. turned to, to a uh, zombie dragon now. Oh. Yeah. Daniel, you need to be watching some Game of Thrones, man. I kind of get off. I kind of go past the the sex scene of the brother and sister. Like I was just like, okay, I'm done. That's like the second episode. No, I that's know. the first episode. Oh my uh, god, that was horrible. Go watch the second episode. So I promise, there's a lot less. They're both actors, and they're not really related. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One's one's American, one's Aust- Austrian, or something like that. And so they're not even in the same continent. Back in the middle of the days, it was common because a lot of people were ugly. So you just say, hey, you know, my sister, she's all right. And all the Targaryens did it. So they're just following the Targaryen life. So, <laughs> but anyways, off of <laughs> sexual <Yeah. relationships. laughs> that took a dark turn. Yeah. But anyways, April 14th is the new uh, Game of Thrones, guys. Keep up on the... Uh, you guys are 10 episodes behind if you're in the challenge with uh, Walkers on the Wall. Um, some other news I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's rumors of a Batman, new Batman game coming out. All about the uh, Court of the Owls. Which I think is a really good storyline that people don't talk about. It's a lot more of like the Wayne family history and how like there's and I like I've always loved how like owls are the opposites of bats you know because owls attack bats so it just kind of you know it's one of those things where I just I'm a sucker for it like hey that makes sense (laughs) you know so I'm excited for it um but yeah so it's a new video game do you guys play any of the Arkham Asylums Arkham games I played I think I played one of yours for like maybe a couple hours but I didn't get too far into it so pretty much no (laughs) always a good game and I really think I mean I don't it's one of those things where it's like, why are you guys struggling so much on making Batman movies? Just make Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Then make Arkham, you know, just follow the Arkham storyline. It's a great story. Yeah. You get the whole rogues gallery if you want to. Just Joker's voice over the intercom. Get Mark Hamill to do it, please. Mm. And then just do Joker's voice over the intercom would be fantastic. Like that, oh man. Just like, you know, and then he cuts in. Yeah. Oh, that'd be such a good thing in a movie, you know? Yeah. Um, and Mark Hamill is totally down for it. If you guys ever follow Mark Hamill on Twitter, he's easily the best person I follow on Twitter. Yeah. He's hilarious. Uh, next thing is, and this is kind of a, um, well, I'll talk about this one. Elder Scrolls Online is getting some big content updates. Have you played ESO in a long time? No. I mean, I know you started out with it, but. We're so bad for this. I know, you guys are like, <laughs> Have you done this? No. Have you seen this? No. It was funny is Squeaks, Squeaks is at home just like, oh my God, I can't wait for Game of Thrones. I love that. You know, like, Batman, I played all the Batmans. <laughs> so that's funny. Squeaks is taking the wrong day off. Um, no, but anyways, Elder Scrolls Online, if you guys haven't played it since the launch, then you're like the rest of us. Um, really good game now, apparently. Really? Yeah. When we played it before, you'd get to Endgame and then you're just... Done. Or even if you could get to endgame, I remember I got to like level forty eight out of fifty and had to just go out and kill things until I was level fifty. There was no quest. I never finished. I gave up. Yeah, I got tired of it. And so did everybody else of our friends. You know, uh-huh. remember I paid like ten thousand gold, I think it is, to become a werewolf just because I thought I could sell the werewolf bite, which I could, but I didn't make my money back. That was see, if you didn't play the game, you have no clue what's going on with that. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, anyway, so it's been getting really good, I guess, and. Um, one of the things they're adding uh, necromancers a new class uh, coming out um, they're doing a long story over this next year it's going to be four big patches for each quarter and it's going to be continuing the story and at the end a long time waited arrival uh, is the Skyrim sized dragons are coming out so you'll be walking around dragons will be flying overhead the land and it'll become an event where as many people in the area as possible come in to try to kill his dragon mm-hmm. and collect the goods off of it so if you That's guys cool. you know what talking about by Skyrim uh, whenever the dragons rolled in, it was kind of like a stop what you're doing, fight this dragon, then continue the story. It'll be that. Mm-hmm. So if you guys haven't played ESO in a while, there's a lot of changes. There's like a druid-like character now or class. 
um, a shapeshifter where you shape into a bear. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Check it out. Check it out. So I think I'm going to download it. I think I'm going to give it another shot because I love Elder Scrolls. And Elder Scrolls 6 is still a long ways out. We might finally see some footage at the next E3. You guys are killing me. Taking forever. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, some data miners have revealed that Nintendo has just put two new emulators in their uh, Nintendo Online service. Um, Nintendo Online, you pay $20 a year and you're able to benefit from like free NES games they're putting out. Well, they just snuck in two emulators in that. One emulator, we don't know what it does. The other one is called Canoe. And Canoe is the emulator they use to make or to play Super Nintendo games. Uh, so we should be getting Super Nintendo games that's cool. through the service. So they're broadening their band of what they cover and releasing more of their original games. Yeah. And, cool. and some of the games that have been data mined, actual game titles, uh, Super Mario Kart, Kirby Dream Land 3, Super Mario All-Stars, which is a really good one. Star Fox, that's the original Star Fox in Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, Contra 3's classic, Legend of Zelda, A Link from the Past, and there's like seven or eight more. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are some big heavy hitters. It's becoming the best deal in video games. If you like the retro games, 20 bucks for a full year, that's pretty crazy. Downside is, you stop paying that 20 bucks, the games are gone. Yeah. When in like an Xbox games with gold, mm-hmm. those games are in your library forever. Yeah. So that's kind of like the opposites, you yeah. know. So that's pretty cool. Um, but that's the last bit of news that we'll be talking about our topics for the day. Unless there's any other news. What are you guys like? What are you watching right now, Daniel? What are you into right now? Uh, I'm watching... Well, I was watching Punisher 2. Now I'm watching Black Butler, the anime. Yeah. How so, is that going so far? It's okay. It's slow. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. I'm just trying to watch it, honestly. Hmm. Just trying to get to more anime. You're our anime guy, so you got to keep us up on all the hot ones. Yeah, right now, uh, there's nothing really good. <laughs> there's really nothing good. Yeah. The, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. All right. And then, what are you? Are you playing anything good? I know I've been seeing you on just league. Just on league. I, yeah. If I, I'll play league or Madden 19. And really, Madden. you playing the Madden, huh? Yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the sign of boredom right now. What do you have to go to? If not, then I'm just watching old. Episodes is like supernatural yeah. or something like that. Getting ready for that 300th episode. Yeah, yep. we talked about our last episode, guys. Check it out. Um, all right, Jonathan, what are you playing or watching? I've been I've been rewatching Voyager all over again now again. Good choice. Just had yeah. the 24th anniversary. Yeah, but I'm just like at a point where I'm trying to find a new series to watch. I've been watching um, or- Orville again too. Yeah. the new season of that, but it, it's a good show. But I want to find something good to really sink my teeth into. But uh, next time I come over your house, do I want to borrow Skyrim so I can start playing that? Cause yes. I know. It's, there's, I, I keep thinking, like, oh, I need to get into a hot new game. There's tons of games. I have several games that I barely played, and you have a ton of games that I can borrow and play with deep storylines and stuff. So I have it on PC, and I have it on Switch. What would you rather? I'll play the PC. Please, PC. Okay, yeah. I can get it to you. Well, right and, uh, <laughs> uh, Frankie, we're at Best Buy. Uh-huh. They had Oblivion. On Xbox One for like ten bucks more. Oh, I know. Man, what a good, good purchase too. I, know. I have it on the three sixty. I don't know if it's backwards compatible. It. I think it might be. Okay. That's yeah. a good game. I want to oh, someday God. review Skyrim. So yeah, you play Skyrim and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to review it. and I want to talk about the difference between Skyrim. And I can never finish those games. Oh, Blizzard oh, was one so of my good. favorites. It was so good. It's just like Fallout. I'd get a headache. Yeah. yeah. It's too open. I love too open. That. I love open games like that though. 
Uh, this is Skyrim is like the most open game. Yeah. It's it set the bar. Now everybody's always like, it's now bigger than Skyrim. Like that's always like the sentence you yeah, always cool. hear. And Skyrim came out in like 2012 or something like yeah. that. Or 2004. Yeah. It's it's an older game. Yeah. They've already remastered it and made a VR version, but it's still always kind of the bar that everybody's talking about. That's awesome. Um, the Did game. You... It's funny you mention that because the game I'm playing right now is Skyrim on the yeah. Switch. Nice. Um, I've been really busy with the with the house stuff like that, getting our studio ready. So I haven't really had a chance to play too much of Civ Six. Yeah, I've got some people that are waiting for me to get on it. I talked to them in Discord about it. Um, I'm playing that. I'm playing Smash Brothers a little bit. <clears throat> um, what's the other one I'm playing a little bit of? Yeah, basically both. Basically those two, and toying around with the other NES games. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to race myself in uh, <laughs> in the old Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. like the '85 version. Yeah. Trying to see how fast I can get to the end of uh, the eighth world. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not really watching much of anything because I'm lazy. Been <laughs> been rewatching. Well, I've been doing the Game of Thrones challenge. Yeah. And I'm doing the. Um, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm trying to save up the new episodes so I can binge them. Yeah. And I'm trying to just catch up on all the old. Not catch up, but just refresh myself on all the old ones. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that show. I love that show. Did you see? Did you watch the new season of a series of Unfortunate Events? No, I know. Oh, okay. I, I'm <laughs> waiting to get everything set up in the new house so I can just sit on my couch. And, and relax and catch up on all my Netflix. <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed with the end of it, but it's just it's. Is it a series finale or a season finale? Series finale. Oh god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. The end of it all. <laughs> That's terrible, man. Yeah, I right? just, <laughs> it was like really you just had me like circling around a drain for so long for it to end like this. Like I don't know. I don't want it to end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just love that intro so much. Yeah. Um, okay, guys. So let's go ahead and get into our topics. Um, the first topic I want to talk about is Activision's effect on Blizzard. Um, this is going to be a big one. A lot of be talking from me today. Yeah. Where are we at? We're at 17 minutes. I'm going to try to keep this under an hour. <laughs> um, so a few years back, it, Activision bought Blizzard. Mm-hmm. They merged together. Actually, they merged with the, the, the parent company, uh, Vivendi. That was in 2008. They merged. Um, and since then, everybody was worried at the time because Blizzard's always been kind of like that company that cared for you. It was a smaller mm-hmm. company. Yeah. They loved their fans first. Um, and Activision is not known for that. You know, Pitfall was their big hit, and after that, they kind of just took over the world. Um, you know, can you imagine Pitfall? And then you guys see how Call of Duty games are, right? I mean, it's like every year there's a new Call of Duty game, but nobody cares about the changes, you know? Yeah. So when that company buys your favorite company, you're a little worried. And um, and over Christmas break, there was a real big hoopla. We've already seen, like, Michael Mornheim's leaving. They're the great uh, developer over at uh, Blizzard. He's a co-founder. Um, so people have been worried and over Christmas break something happened that really got people up in arms what it is is they have the cash shop on the the, the mounts so you can buy mounts or whatever and now what they did for the first time for the mounts wise is they said hey guys here's a sale on the mounts and then they're going away for a while and so it's that kind of like that false scarcity yeah you know and um, and what it was was like hey guys buy these or you're not gonna have a chance and it was kind of a real money grab yeah. And the cash shop already was something that was kind of scratching people the wrong way um, and stuff like that. So then when they did this full scarcity thing, it just really kind of raised the whole Activision's effect on Blizzard. Kind of so thing. did they take the mounts away after that? They're gone. Uh, but Not all mounts, but a selection of them. They were the least selling ones. Is there <clears> any <throat> reason to do that? No. Yeah, That's the problem. There was no reason. storage space to put that stuff on there. It's just, yeah, it's all cloud storage. Yeah, there's, it's there's not like those guys are gone. It's just the doors yeah. are closed on them. That's retarded. There's no reason to do that. And then, um, so yeah, so that kind of rose everybody, rubbed everybody the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, it, Activision being greedy. 
And then some other big news happened, and Bungie ends up leaving their 10-year deal early with with uh, Activision. What's going on here is Bungie was an independent developer. They made Halo, and now they're making Destiny. Um, and Activision was their publisher. Neither company was happy with how things were going. Activision needed them for their fall bump. So you have a year's, a year's finances. Every month, every quarter needs to be profitable. The bump was always that, hey guys, you need to come out with something from from for Destiny, an expansion or a new game. Mm-hmm. Bungie felt pressure because they were like, look, we left Microsoft and all this other stuff because we didn't want to worry about that. It's the reason we left Halo behind. Yeah. We just wanted to make a game that we enjoyed. Yeah. And now we're stuck because we're going with you guys as a publisher. And so neither company was happy. And the fans of Bungie, Bungie, uh, of Destiny weren't happy, right? Danny, you played Destiny in the beginning. It was kind of a dud, right? Yeah, it was kind of garbage. It was... There, there wasn't enough content. Yeah, exactly. That was because the game was rushed. It came out a little bit too right. soon. But they had to hit that fall timeline. Yeah, that it was made for investors, not for gamers. Exactly. Yeah. So when they left, the it was a really good sigh of relief for all the Bungie fans, all the Destiny fans. Because now they even said, like, we're going to hold off on Destiny 3. We're going to focus on this game. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot more attention to what the fans want, which keeps loyalty up, which is how you make your money. Yeah. The profit margins aren't excellent, but you don't necessarily need them to be. You just need to be able to stay alive. Mm -hmm. Um, And this gave hope to everybody that was a Blizzard fan because it was like, there's all kinds of memes that came out after the board, you know. Um, But the one thing that's important to understand is that Blizzard isn't owned or a publisher of Activision. They're merged. Mm -hmm. And there's the company name now, after 2008, is Activision Blizzard. And then there's two subsidiaries of that. One is Activision Games. And one is Blizzard Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> a couple other controversies over Activision is uh, uh, the fifteen million dollar payoff for the new CEO um, when they had to lay off. They had to lay off over hundred people over at Activision, and then they paid for a new CEO. And they gave him fifteen million dollar bonus signing bonus. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, they've been doing the mark of shame for uh, Call of Duty, which was only for a few hours, but it really upset everybody. So. Call of Duty has always been a thing where, like, you have the new DLC and I don't. And so when we go play together in Call of Duty, I we just can't use the maps that you own. We only have yeah. these base maps. Yeah. Well, what they did was they ended up putting, like, this yellow triangle next to the person's thing who didn't own the DLC. And everybody could see it. So it's kind of like a market shame, like, oh, you couldn't afford the DLC, so everybody sees it, you couldn't afford it. That's stupid. Right. It only lasted for a few hours. Activision was like, oh, no, that was an accident, we promise. After everybody was out crying over it, like, dude, what the hell? I don't want to buy this game. Yeah. You know? Um, and then there, and then the one little thing that was super funny was that just got everybody mad was they sold a red dot for like, like just a red dot on somebody. It wasn't even like a new scope. It wasn't kind of like a new scope, but a red dot to show up on somebody was a dollar yeah. and it was just a dollar and you got this little red dot you can see on people and people were like, I bought this game for 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the red dot. Should, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, why do I have to pay an extra dollar for a red dot? Yeah, um, so there was out, outcry over that. Uh, and people felt like, oh, you know, this is just more Activision greediness. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing to keep in mind, too, for the whole why this will never happen, or one thing that you need to remember is um, people and people wanted Blizzard to leave. Another reason Bungie was able to leave is they got a $100 million investment from a Chinese firm called NetEase. Mm-hmm. And everybody who's real big in gaming knows what NetEase is because they make mobile games. So Bungie just got... A huge share buyout from a company that makes mobile games, which means if you're a Bungie fan, 
yeah, you lost Activision, but you also, the thing you hate the most, mobile games, <laughs> just bought a big part of your company. Yeah. Good chance we're going to see a mobile De- uh, Destiny tie-in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something you don't want. Um, and then so, and then one of the things I wanted to bring up too is, I, so beforehand I was a guy who was like, Activision, I can't stand Activision. So I did some research on this, and then I found out that, personally I found out that like, there is some good and bad to this, and I think it's going to be all okay. So I kind of wanted to run down the before and after and everything like that. So um, before the buyout, we had Warcraft in 94. Then 2 came out in 95. We had Diablo was 96. Starcraft 1. I love Starcraft 1. You remember him. Mm-hmm. 98. Diablo 2 was in 2000. Warcraft 3 in 2002. And WoW in 2004. So that was all pre merger right mm-hmm. after the merger we had starcraft 2 in 2010 diablo 3 uh hearthstone in 2014 uh 2012 2014 uh heroes of the storm 2015 overwatch 2016 then the expansions were always two years for world of warcraft was always two years apart so what i wanted to show there was we ended up getting and an important note is before the merger nine games were canceled that were in development at blizzard after the merger only one game was canceled project titan which was eventually turned into Overwatch. So with Activision in charge, we're getting more Blizzard content. So it's more the games you love. We had droughts beforehand. Now we're getting games every year and different IP. Um, The the bad part is that, yes, the scheduling of game releases became really important, but the good part is that we didn't have to wait too long for stuff. Even patch releases became more regular because there were a bump in subscriptions. But were you, like you were saying before, are these things being rushed out to where there are remedial updates or patches that you don't, you shouldn't have to, or changes that you shouldn't have to pay for? Yeah, see, that's the thing is, bef- and, and sometimes they work. And World of Warcraft, me and Daniel both know that sometimes patches come out and they're just too early, right? Yeah. They crash the game. Yeah. I mean, BFA was a disaster if you were on my server. You literally couldn't play for the first five hours of the expansion when everybody's <laughs> racing to finish... You know. I was enjoying my game when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel's on their Zul, our old server, and it was pretty chill over there. Nice. <laughs> Went on Ticonderas and like Area 52 and stuff like that. They couldn't get in. Um, but one thing that's important to note is Blizzard can affect Activision just like Activision can affect Blizzard. So yeah, we're seeing an increase in, produ- in production and increase in things coming out. But we're also seeing that splash back a little bit yeah. to where, um, so for best example is in Overwatch. Every game has loot boxes, right? Nowadays, every game coming out has a version of loot box. Even Shadow of Mordor or Shadow, or Shadow of War had that. Mm-hmm. It's a real weird system. Why did you guys have to put in? It's because it's for cash. A little extra cash on the back end. But what was different about Overwatch is you can literally earn the cash reward. You can, yeah, so if you played, you'd get these gold tokens, or you would randomly unlock the things that would be in boxes. You'd randomly get boxes every time you'd level up. Mm-hmm. So you could actually earn them. It just took a lot of playing, but it was still earnable. Oh, you would earn stuff that you would normally buy with cash. Yeah, so you'd get okay. these but loot you boxes. Would, you wouldn't earn like a deposit into your bank account. No. You don't get cash. Steam does that, but no, no okay. not Blizzard, okay. not yet. They did something with the... Oh, remember when Diablo had an auction house that could do that? That was a big deal back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, so there's loot boxes that'll have skins or whatever in them. Yeah. You can buy some for cash, yeah. or you can just play enough and earn them. Yeah, I think that's awesome. That's how Blizzard does things. That's how. So it's it's Activision with the fact that there's a loot box at all, mm-hmm. but it's Blizzard saying, "Hold on, we need to make sure you can earn them." Yeah. Here's the storm, which is basically their League of Legends copy. Mm-hmm. Unlike League of Legends, well, League of Legends does it now, but you can actually earn the skin too yeah. by playing enough and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like a. 
you know, a tit for tat, you get a little bit of Activision, a little bit of Blizzard. Yeah. And I think we're starting to see the future in microtransactions. We're not going to get around them. They're just coming. Yeah. But we need to be happy that at least Blizzard's involved in the microtransactions. Yeah. So we're kind of getting a little bit of both. Yeah, but what about their big Diablo thing? Do you think it was Activision that forced them to go with the mobile? Yeah. That, I think it that I, was just... That was a mistake, yeah. So... Uh, as Daniel alluded, there was it's called Diablo Immortal. Yeah. We went we went to BlizzCon, me and Daniel for the we were talking about the podcast there, um, and we were excited for Diablo Four. I mean, yeah. all the hype was for Diablo Four. It was super exciting. Diablo Three is great, but it's time for a new one. Um, and when you got there, it was uh, <laughs> it was just a port, a mobile game, Diablo yeah. Immortal. And they literally got booed at BlizzCon. That's yeah. insane. Get off the stage. People pay two hundred bucks a ticket to be there because yeah. they're Blizzard fans for their what seven IPs at most, mm-hmm. and they got booed for one of them. It's nuts. Um, and then the response—that's the worst part—is Blizzard's response. I don't know if you heard about this, John. Blizzard's response was like, "What? You guys don't own phones?" Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that meme has been used over and over again now. Like, what? You guys don't own phones? Um, so that was very Activision-y yeah. the other game that got booed and it was actually before the cameras came on I think for most people uh, if you were at Blizzard you saw or if you were at BlizzCon you saw it but Destiny came out to announce that Destiny 2 was going to be free for a couple weeks mm-hmm. they got booed because yeah. it was more Activision mm-hmm. just Activision's not loved amongst Blizzard because it feels like the ruiners yeah. um, but I want to kind of just say overall that like it'll be okay um, I got so much to write down that I'm going to get lost in it. But basically, is if we need to keep Blizzard and Activision honest, yeah. don't expect them to split. Don't expect that to happen. Uh, they're a merged company. If it does leave, it'll be because it was sold to another company, so it won't be good for us yeah. if they do leave. But what we need to do is just keep them honest. Keep up mm-hmm. on the forums. Keep on so Twitter. When we see that Activision has too much influence and they're being too greedy, we got to push back and... Push and, back. Yeah, make it heard that the... The consumer doesn't like this kind of product. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, Blizzard is out there for you guys. There's a lot of the same company. I know Michael Mike Morham left, and which was like always in our corner. Mm-hmm. But if we keep them honest, we'll be good. You guys just got to make sure to hit them on Twitter, hit them on the forums. They definitely listen to their own forums, um, and keep them keep them legit. And this could be an example of how Ubisoft does things. Mm-hmm. Steam's really good about this kind of stuff, which is you know Valve. Yeah. Um, and we just have to really be on top of them. If you guys want more information on this kind of stuff, uh, Bellular Gaming, everybody, most WoW players know who Bellular Gaming is. Uh, he has Bellular News. A lot of my information came from him. Talia sent Never Tell. Got to meet them at BlizzCon. They also have a lot of information on this. Um, just kind of keep up on this, guys. Let's keep our companies legit because if not, they'll, they'll run away with it. Yeah. But I think Blizzard's the perfect example of how we can let them make money and us stay happy. And I'm sure a lot of times Blizzard knows what we want, but when they're working with Activision and Activision is fighting to get the you know dollars and cents out of it Blizzard needs that material that uh, that proof that we want what we want so yeah. if we're shouting it on the forums and making it loud and clear then they can bring it to them and say hey this is what they're asking for they don't want it the way you're doing it we need to do it like this to keep our customers yeah the best example of Blizzard listening to us would be Warlords of Draenor mm-hmm. uh, gotta be the worst expansion ever right Daniel ah uh, Kata <laughs> <laughs> Best response you can give right there. Cataclysm was rough, yeah. And what's funny is everybody's like, oh, everything's been bad since Cataclysm was in development before Activision came in. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, so Draenor when Cataclysm I didn't too. mind it though. I, I like Draenor. 
I think Drano for you and me was a little different than most because that was when we relaunched our guild. So we got yeah. to have a lot of our friends back. We got True. back into raiding hardcore. Um, so that was kind of a nice expansion for us. But for most people, they didn't care for it. Um, it was meant to, that was when they changed the business plan to be a new expansion every year. Could you imagine if they did oh, that? Yeah. yeah. That was Activision 100%. Kata <laughs> Kata was the ex, uh, expansion that our guild died. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we gave up on that. I remember that night where I was just like, you know what, guys? I don't want to go to work anymore. <laughs> Let's just stop playing video games, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so when Blizzard heard of the outcry after World of Draenor, they retooled a lot of their stuff. They took the information they had from Draenor and they created Legion. And that was arguably... The best expansion ever. Yeah, I would have to say he's even better than Wrath. And I know for people who haven't played a while since Wrath, I think I'm nuts right now. That was a better expansion than than Wrath of the Lich King. Um, so you know, it's just one of those things where they they listen to us. Yeah, but they're having a lot of issues because like then they they listen to us and then all of a sudden everybody's like complaining again. Like now there's too many quests. What's up with the artifact? And then I like, okay, let's tweak this. And then they keep. Uh, listening to fans is good, but then sometimes it's not. They they do overdo things sometimes, yeah. and sometimes they'll give us the whole like, "Well, trust me, guys." But you know, it, it takes a couple patches sometimes for them to shut up and just do what we say. <laughs> the artifact's a good example. So there now they have the artifact necklace, and for the longest time, people were like, "This is garbage. It's a waste of my space." Well, they're actually adding stats to it next patch. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, exactly. So there is some stuff. The artifact system was... Crazy. I don't like the new tiers, the Azerite gear. Yeah, Azerite gear, that's what I mean. Yeah, Azerite gear is a, just a dumpster fire. Yeah. And what's hard is it's such a vital part of BFA, Battle for Azeroth, the current expansion, that they can't shake it. They, they, they've they changed a lot of it now, to where now it's almost a moot piece of gear. It's You, do, you unlock everything right away, and they have extra rings on there trying to make it better, but it's really kind of just garbage. Um... I mean, they could still do something to fix that. They could just say, all right, whatever. We're going to take away all the abilities, the talent trees out of it. Just change it to a talent tree, your own talent tree. Yeah. And then just go back to tier sets. Do you, Would you rather have tier sets or... Okay, so a talent tree would be like... You remember the talent tree that came in... Um, in Legion, at the end of Legion, you used to went to that one thing that was like dark and light talent trees? Mm-hmm. Would you like that system put into the gear, or would you just want just flat up tier sets? I want to go back to uh, what was it, Wrath Talent Tree that you could do. Oh, full on talent trees. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what they should do. Wild Classic Baby, it's coming this summer. Yeah. Oh man, I, I want to just. <sighs> I was going to say something, <laughs> but that was just horrible. I forgot. There's no quest helper. There's yeah. No, you you can't. We got to demo it. Right now, you just you're just suffering. You had to read the quest. Remember how slow the quest came out? Because it actually came yeah. out at like reading speed. Like somebody was talking to you. Yeah. Oh, man. And then you had to read the quest and it said like, oh, go east to kill some zebras and stuff like that. And then we found out like, no, the quest was wrong. We had to go west. Yeah. We ended up, so it was like, it's unreliable too. Like, oh my God, I forgot how bad this game was back in the day. I can't wait to play it again. <laughs> like, it's funny. Did you watch, you watch Asmacold, right? On screen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they did the uh, WoW Classic and they did like a horde running around that whole barren, barrens. Yeah. And they're just like killing monsters. Just like a whole, like, just group of people. Literally just, a horde. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was hilarious. They're just running around in circles. Yeah. Just killing things. <laughs> I, I, I'm excited. I think. Are you going to be playing Classic when it comes out? I'll try it. Yeah. 
We got to do, we got to do like a, we got to do a thing about it. Maybe like a all night or something like that like we used to. No, that would be cool. We're so much older now though. It feels like our last all nighter did not last very long. I'm tired. (laughs) We're like binging coffee like back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, we used to do, like, you and me used to do, like, two days straight. And we yeah. get a little loopy at the end, but we used to be able to do it. And no. now we're just like, you know, I don't need to be like max sleep. level tonight. <laughs> yeah. I like sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're so old now. All right. So, um, anything else you guys want to talk about Activision and the effect of big companies buying little companies and stuff like that? No, I, don't, I don't even know why they even tried to buy it. Like, Blizzard was doing fine without them. Well, yeah, it was it was just a merger of two companies. They both got a piece of it, and uh, and it wasn't even Blizzard. It was the parent company of Blizzard that did it. But yeah, it kind of really was a shame. You know, I think I think Blizzard would have done fine without them. There was a lot of bad things Blizzard did beforehand, but they responded faster. Yeah, but they're do, still a huge company that's doing really well for those. Players. How do you think Blizzard would be doing without Activision, though? Do you Good. do you think they need Activision's no. structure to keep them afloat? No. If they have a really bad bad uh, uh, expansion come out, would they be successful, or would it was WoW aiming to eventually? Would it have fall apart? them? Yeah. I think the loyalty of the fans would have kept it alive, but I think I think the benefit of Activision has been in the launcher. I think it was more Activision. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, ability to like the social aspect of Blizzard was all Activision. Yeah. Um, the old library and like the cash shop, the tokens. So a lot of people, you know, if you're one of the poorer members of WoW, mm-hmm. you hate the tokens. But if you're a richer member of WoW, yeah. I mean, the tokens have been a god bless because we've been able to pay for our subscription with gold. Yeah. I'm able to, I bought Call of Duty with gold. I bought, like, I'm able to buy the Blizzard library and yeah. Activision library at this point, all with gold. So that's kind of nice, you know? Yeah, they just and, keep, you be, keep you as a devout player because that that aspect. Right, but, but... And, and that's the thing with add-ons and stuff like that. Like, I could... Anybody who ever... Hit me up on Twitter or something like that. If you need help making gold, mm-hmm. I could... I've set a lot of my guildies up with enough tools to passively make gold. Yeah. Just keeping up auctions. It's, you know, it's like maybe half an hour a day can make you enough gold to pay for you and your friends. I mean, really, it's it's pretty easy nice. uh, with trade skill mastery and stuff. All right. So, let's get into our next topic real quick. And again, this is going to be a lot of talking for me because I have both of our topics today. <laughs> But um, I wanted to talk about Movie Pass, all right? We're getting into the season for movies. Oh, yeah. You and me just watch Glass, and there's, like, a bunch of movies I want to watch. Yeah. It, I think it's. I think Us is going to be the next one I'm, like, super looking forward to and I'm super <laughs> scared of. I might be watching it, like, from the doors and kind of peek in and out a little bit <laughs> in the back of the theater. Um, but, yeah, so Movie Pass is great. I mean, I binged the heck out of movies last season, last year uh, using Movie Pass. I think I probably went... How many times do you think you went to the movies with Movie Pass? With Movie Pass, I think only like three times. Really? Yeah. I I mean I'm a talk. I'm not gonna lie to you. Twenty five thirty. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not gonna lie. You used it a whole lot more. Because I'm the kind of guy. I know people are gonna be like, "That's sad," but honestly, I'm the kind of guy. I love going to the movies by myself. Yeah. I love it. I randomly I just watched Aquaman like a couple months a couple weeks ago the same way. Mm-hmm. I just love going like middle of the day if I got the day free, just go watch a movie. You know. Yeah. Um, so, as I have a wife now, so if I go to the movies without her, she's like, "Why'd you go to the movies without me?" But if I bring her, then it's gonna be okay. We're gonna go watch chick flick or something because she doesn't like scary movies. Yeah, uh, oh, just hit me up. I'm always yeah, available. Got to get in the habit. For me, I just gotta make sure the dog's fed, so I'm good. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you never own a movie pass, right, Daniel? No, never. Are you anxious to buy a movie pass replacement? Because that's what we're talking about. You guys always try to buy me to watch a movie, and I'm like, nah. Nah, I'm watching anime and sleeping. Nah, it's, <laughs> most of the times, I don't want to spend money because I know it doesn't cost that much, but it's like 
the gas. Now I want we're gonna go eat lunch and then we're yeah. gonna do this. So I'm just like I would just stay home, try to save money. All right, Daniel's being the responsible adult. Yeah. We're talking about movie pass replacements. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go over a couple of them that I've been researching, and I'm gonna go with one of these, and we're gonna decide which one I'm gonna stick with after this. All right. So my first one that I'm thinking about is Cinemark Movie Club. Mm-hmm. So this is one that's only at Cinemark theaters for us would be like Century 16. You know, there's probably the best Cinemark theater near us. Um, it's only good at the Cinemarks. It gives a discount on concessions, 20% off the concessions. Uh, they have a rollover ticket for one single ticket. So if you don't go in March, you now have two tickets for April. Oh, that's kind of so cool. nice. So every other month you can like go with that. two people. Yeah. If you don't go every month. And and you can also buy an additional ticket for the same price that you're buying your week, monthly ticket. It costs $9 a month. So that extra Ooh. ticket's $9. Nice. But we just went to the movies. What was it, like 13 bucks? Yeah. About $13 a ticket. So you're saving a little bit of money there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but you're not going to movies every month, though. Oh, you're not going to the movies. <laughs> and that, that's where they make that's where they make profit. Honestly, a lot of people. It's like a gym membership. Yeah. We might go, you know, regularly. We might go every month, you know, on the first of the month. But you might go every third month. Right. So they actually profit. The forgotten subs. That's actually what what movie passes movie passes business plan was yeah. was to do that. Um, and that's a nice thing too. This provides the online ticketing, so you could actually sit at home on the app, book your actual seat. Um, then go. So that's kind of cool. On your way or nearby. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Um, do, do you still use a, a card like movie pasted where you get a MasterCard or something like that? You know, I don't know. I think you. Or I think it, it's in the it's app. Probably, it's probably yeah, all in the probably app. Probably uh, QR codes. Because they're all about those QR codes over there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's nine dollars a month. You get the one ticket. It's only for two D, no three D, no IMAX. Yeah. You can pay extra for that. I but, never really feel the need to see a 3D or IMAX movie anyways. Like, well, yeah, one time I went there, I watched Mission Impossible Fallout in IMAX. I'm like, I haven't seen IMAX since I was a kid. I'm going to go watch one. Terminator. Fallout was good. I love Mission Impossible Fallout. I went to go watch it. The problem was, and I watched it at Delta Shores, the yeah. problem was not recliners. And uh, I'm such, so spoiled now. Yeah, that I'm like, problems. If I don't have, yeah, exactly. And if I don't have recliners in my theaters, I'm not going. Right. <laughs> like, I'm that spoiled now. <laughs> <laughs> so, where's my foot massage yeah this is where peasants sit yeah. <laughs> this must be what coach feels like <laughs> <laughs> seriously uh, so I was like okay never watch an IMAX again <laughs> so that's my first choice $9 one movie 20% off the food and drinks but it's it's one movie per month that's one, per, one movie per month oh, that's right. not bad though and it's at Cinemark it is like the theater I probably go to the most yeah um, next one is Cinema Cinemia Mm-hmm. It's been around for a long time, actually, since 2014. To me, that's nice because it's a little bit of stability. Yeah, it's been tested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Movie mm-hmm. Pass is such you know you don't know if they're gonna change the price or what they they're gonna continue do. to change it nonstop lately. Yeah. Um, so from there, you have different prices you can get either one ticket or three tickets a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could either be billed annually or build the twenty dollars initial like membership and then pay month to month. The key with this guys is. If you can afford it, go with the annual plan because they always have deals. Mm-hmm. And so there's a summer deal. There right now there's like the New Year's deal. There's a Christmas deal, stuff like that. Uh-huh. When do the deals? They're substantially cheaper. Yeah. So if you lock in a year's value for that price, you're making a lot of money out of that. So the normal plan is twenty dollars a month. No, the normal plan is twenty dollars initially for the monthly plan. I'm going to go over each of the months. Oh, okay. Um. So, so for an example, there are classics which. Uh, so, for example, uh, one movie a month with no IMAX, no 3D is $4. Mm-hmm. 
for one movie a month. That's with the deal. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's not a deal, it's $13 a month. Oh, wow. That's a big difference. It's a big difference, <laughs> yeah. Huge. So if you were to buy the four-year plan, mm-hmm. you buy it for the $4 a month. If you go month to month, then you'll get $4 here and there. But when it's not, it's $13 a month. Yeah. You know, uh, The three movies a month is only $8 a month or $33 a month. They really get you with that. And then they have the all movies. Um, you can watch a movie every day. Like Movie Pass used to be for $30 a month mm-hmm. or $90 a month. <laughs> See how big of a difference is. Um, and then they have the – that's the classic plan, the elite plan, which includes 3D and IMAX. It is either two movies or three movies, and that's $10 a month or $15 a month. I'm just going to assume people are going to go for a better deal yeah. if you can afford it, you know. Even like if you were to go with the the uh, I think the three movie a month one eight dollars a month you know times twelve I don't have a math magician here but ninety six dollars there you go ninety six bucks ninety six bucks one time payment but you're watching three movies a month for you know the whole year yeah and uh, I mean who watches three D IMAX anymore again yeah no recliners come on now I think really if it because that's one thing that was kind of exciting originally about movie passes that you can see it unlimited. Or they narrowed it down to, I think it was three movies a month or something like yeah. that. But really, I think, honestly, I would watch one movie a month, maybe two, but that's where that rollover month thing would come in good from that cinema. And that one doesn't have a rollover month. But yeah, cin- the cinema does, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that would be the best buy for me. See, that's the thing is, yeah, so if you're looking at January, February, mm-hmm. December, maybe, maybe December, there's not a lot of movies you watch, but in the summertime, I'm watching movies left and right. We've yeah. got Marvel coming out with something. DC's always dropping their thing. Yeah. June, July, August, those are hot. May, those are hot months, you know? Yeah. So I kind of want to find something that accommodates those two. Yeah. Rollover's nice. Yeah, but then, yeah. yeah, but that only will roll over one month, right? Um, and then, yeah, so they only roll over one month. So, so all the other months, you just can see one movie that month. Yeah. Uh, next up is the AMC Stubbs A list. Now, AMC for us, there is no AMC theaters near. So I think the nearest one's like up in Sacramento. Yeah. Um, but AMC is the biggest movie movie chain. Hmm. And uh, and they're doing really well and stuff like that. They have a pretty good movie plan. Um, they have it to where you can reserve seats in advance. It costs twenty dollars a month, and you get three movies a month. Three D and IMAX are included, and has ten percent off concessions. Wow, that's a pretty good. It's plan. a pretty good plan. Yeah. yeah so if you have an AMC next to you, if it's your like your main theater, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Yeah, but I wish that there was one close for us. But for personally, it, it's not for us. So, but with Movie Pass, they have. The, the three different packages, the 10, 15, or 20, I believe, the $20 package is that same thing. It's uh, three movies a month. Yeah. And I don't think they have a 10% discount on concession, but no. the, the $20 package includes IMAX and 3D and all that. Yeah. So, so yeah, next up would be going back to MoviePass. Yeah. All right. That's always an option, guys. It's still out there. Yeah. Um, it is an unstable company. That's my biggest concern, right? That means that they can change prices on you or they can just go away. I was reading the terms because I was looking at looking at possibly signing up again and I was looking at the terms and conditions and that was one of the things that they make loud and clear is that we can change. We reserve the right to make changes to this at any time with only our authority and none of your, no permission from you. Yeah. Like, that's pretty shady. I'm, I have a, a MasterCard with my name on it from you guys and I, you know, pay you monthly but at any point you could change this agreement that we made together. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. And stocks have been shaky with them for a long time now. Yeah. Their parent company just spun them off into their own company which is kind of like... Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. So they had a parent company and it was two last names that I don't remember. Hannity and something or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there's a new company being formed called the Movie Pass Movie Club or something like that company mm-hmm. that'll be privately traded and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What that probably means is they don't want that sinking ship to bring down the rest of the company. Yeah. So it's kind of leery. I wonder if they were to partner with somebody, you know, how how that would go. Like, 
pick one of the main like AMC pick one of the well, main movie chains what would be amazing for them to partner with the co-founder for MoviePass or the, I think it's actually the founder of MoviePass co-founded Netflix yeah if they were to team up with Netflix then they could just roll over some people yeah you know it would be a very shaky company still Netflix is not necessarily a juggernaut when it comes to funding yeah um but that would well, be huge. I don't know how they would relate with uh, Fandango, but like I know they're probably Ooh, yeah, Fandango right would be now, good, yeah, yeah, because because I mean Fandango, you can book your tickets through them, but it's not not the same. You don't have a subscription plan or something, right? So, and they have a known name and reputation, so that'd probably be a good one to try to partner with. No, yeah. uh, so their plans they have the Select, which is thirteen dollars. It has three movies, but they're a selection of movies. And I checked the selection; it's like six movies at a time, one decent one. You know, yeah. and then um, the all access, it's $18 a month, three movies, any movie, which I think is the one I would probably go with if I were to go back to Movie Pass. And then they have the red carpet, which sounds fancy, mm-hmm. $22 a month, three movies, and one of them could be 3D or IMAX. Um, and so, yeah, but the problem is you're, you're a Movie Pass guy again, you know what I'm saying? That's the problem. Uh, lastly, I want to talk about is doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like you could go. Oh god, he got the recording with his first to go. Oh great. Um, next up is nothing. <laughs> it's any theater. You got all the rollover you want because you're not gonna pay one month. You could pay double next month. Yeah. Um, 3D and IMAX for an extra fee. You could do those. Yeah. Nothing. Plan. <laughs> They'll let us pay extra for that. Yeah, it's oh, great. That's cool. They have this thing called uh, uh, matinee, which I'm a big fan of. Okay. Where it's cheaper midday. Like so seven dollars, right? It's for it's it's day. nine. Last time I went, oh, Aquaman, okay. I did matinee. Okay. It's nine dollars, eight something. Um, average is thirteen dollars per ticket. So if you think about it, if you only go one time a month. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking thirteen dollars per one ticket. This is the Daniel plan, I think. Um, and you don't care about cons- free concessions because maybe you're going to do the Walmart pocket job. Yeah. Don't do that, guys. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. Red Vines was great last night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have tried them. They were like really good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's a plan too. Is doing nothing. It's yeah. just going with just paying out of pocket. Yeah, because when you think about it, like you're saying, during the summer, there's a lot of hot new movies out. So you're going to want to do them, and you'll probably end up using your movie pass or whatever, and a little extra. You'll probably go to a couple more movies than that if it's only one a month. You'll probably end up paying extra. So that adds costs on top of your package already paying for. Right. But then again, if you don't use it January, February, March, then you're wasting that month opportunity to watch a movie every time. So... In the end, if you do the math, depending on how much you go and how how much you spread out your viewing over over the year, uh, you're right. It might be cheaper just to do the old school. Especially way. if you can handle going midday. Yeah. If you can go during matinee hours, yeah, you can really save some cash there you too. Plan some uh, geek freak uh, movie going experiences. I'm totally down. Mm-hmm. One thing, a uh, uh, podcast I really suggest everybody check out is Hardly Heroes. If you have, you probably already do. Um, they had they had rented out a theater for Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> And That's it was awesome. that was a cool fan event. I had to do something, I think with Brody or something like that. I had to go like to an event for him, uh-huh. so I can check it out. But this year, I'm sure they're going to do it in game. I got to make sure to check that out. That's just pretty cool. So it'd be cool if someday we could do that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. So those are the plans. Those are the four plans. AMC one. I know we don't have one in the area, but I could technically jump to Sacramento. So <laughs> what plan am I going with, guys? Pick it for me. I'm going to get this plan, and I'm going to report back on how well I'm enjoying it halfway through the year. I, don't, I think you convinced me at the end with just not not getting a subscription. Oh, you are a downer. Yeah, no, but the, the, he goes to movies. Like I, for me, that would work because I, I go to the movies at least once a once a month for sure. 
I don't. In that case, I would go to I would choose the Cinemark one for you then because your closest and best theater near you is the Cinemark theater. You wouldn't go Cinemia. I don't remember what was the difference. Cinema is the one that had for three movies, eight dollars a month if you bought the year plan. If you bought it a whole year in advance. Oh yeah, that might be a good deal. And then you definitely don't go back to Movie Pass. Movie Pass isn't bad to me. The only thing I'd have to do is make sure to get the middle package instead of the cheapest package. Yeah, because then you have unlimited movies. That was what really turned eighteen dollars a month. It was eighteen. I thought it was fifteen. It probably raised the prices since you checked. Yeah, I got an email uh, advertisement for it, but oh, maybe they give you a discount. Yeah, yeah, for being a previous member. Um, but yeah, because that's what made that's what turned me off from Movie Pass was that they limited what movies you can watch, and then it's like, okay, well, I can only see these three chick flicks that nobody really wants to see, and the only reason they're offering them, offering them to me is because the theater's empty. So why am I paying a monthly subscription for that for yeah. access to movies nobody wants to see? So. If you pay the extra, you know, you just assume the ten dollar one or thirteen dollar one doesn't exist anymore, and that be the the baseline one. But all but, right, sorry, I still. Uh, you think Cinemark? I yeah, uh, just because I like that theater. But the Cinemia one, you said you could use anywhere. You could use that one anywhere, yeah. Uh, that is kind of nice because we do have the another theater. That Delta system, Shores so. one I really like, and I go to the Lodi one a lot. Yeah. You know. What are you thinking? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Cinemia. You're taking too long. Daniel, which one do I roll with? Uh, Cinemia. Daniel's saying Cinemia. There you go. Three movie package. $8 a month. That's not bad. That's really not bad. But you gotta pay for the year in advance, so. I'd rather pay for that. Yeah. But it's, uh, you said it's $8? $8 a month, yeah. That's what we said was 96 bucks. 96 yeah. Yeah. For a full year of movies. That's not bad. We need to do a gift exchange between all of us for Christmas next year. There you go. (laughs) We'll get each other's movie passes or uh, subscription services. That's a good idea. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, Siri's quiet right now. Hey, Siri, remind me in December to buy Movie Pass. <laughs> I'm going to just call it Movie Pass for everybody for Christmas. Bam. So hopefully you guys are listening to this in your car or your phone is going to have a reminder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And then uh, <laughs> that's our last bit for the for for that anyway. So I'm going to pick up Cinema and then I'm going to report like mid-summer when it's really hot mm. how I'm enjoying it and yeah. how it's working out. See how it goes. Maybe I'll have to get myself on that too after you tried it for a couple months. I'll let you guys know when I finally decide to go to a movie <laughs> theater. Yeah. That's the problem. You just don't see much movies. You like TV more than movies, right? No, not really. I just uh, YouTube. I uh, just mostly YouTube or watch Twitch. That's it. That's terrible. I work a lot of hours. And I've been That's working true. a lot of days. Twi- Twitch but is more about have weekdays off sometimes. You have like a, a Tuesday or a Thursday off. Some dude, have the time up. to go to a matinee. Movie well, movie. actually, I'm gonna start uh, only having like two days off on the week. Like I'll just only have Saturday, Sunday because I'm gonna start working on Fridays. Ugh, God, I need more money. Man. I want more money. Actually. You want more money? That's the thing. Yeah, you're doing go. pretty good. You're just greedy. That's all good. I don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you guys do go matinee, just a little warning: don't go Mondays, especially in Oak Grove, because it's senior senior discount, discount, and that can get crowded. And it's really hard when you're like Aquaman or something like that, and then you hear like elderly people behind you like, "So he can breathe underwater," and you're like, "Yeah, lady, this is DC's reinventing of don't don't worry about it." (laughs) It's better than when little kids are just like, yeah. No matter what, kids. you always have issues. Why don't we just find a way to watch these movies at home? <laughs> Papa Murphy's and uh, yeah, Papa Murphy's. That's class. Oh, man, I'm gonna move yeah. pizza. All right, so real quick, yep. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna do this during the recording too, so Cheddar can hear us. Cheddar's uh, the one in charge of our Instagram account. And he's yeah. Cheddar. 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 All right, we're gonna do our Instagram video because he's been texting us on the internet. Oh, 
Hey guys, this is Taff or Frank or whatever, and uh, this is our last recording in our first recording area, Jonathan's house. So uh, shout out to Cheddar and all of you guys, and thanks for listening. Here is there you go. Sorry, I'm in like pajamas. I didn't think we were <laughs> recording today. We're all about the video around here now, apparently. Right, Says so Jonathan. Hey, hey. And then we have Daniel over there. Hello. <laughs> Daniel, what the hello? <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll do a video from the new place. I'll probably show a picture of the flooring. I just put that flooring in. It looks real good. We'll do that soon. But, anyways, thanks, Cheddar. And thanks for running Instagram. And thanks for subscribing, listening, and enjoy this video. This is at the end of the podcast. You can actually hear and match it up. It's like. Pink Floyd and, and everything like that. So check it out. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. And that's it for the recording as well. So see you guys later. Bye.